Section 19 of Dedications. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adrian Stevens. Dedications by Mary Elizabeth Brown to Children. A Treatise on the Astrolabe by Geoffrey Chaucer, circa 1391. Little Lewis, my son, I have perceived well by certain evidences thy inability to learn sciences, touching numbers and proportions, and as well consider I thy biasi prayer in special to learn the treatise of the astrolabe, than for as metal as a philosopher saith, he wrappeth him in his friend that condescendeth to the insightful prayers of his friend. Therefore, I have given thee a sufficient astrolabe as for our horizonte, compounded after the latitude of Oxenford, upon which by meditation of this little treatise I purpose to teach thee a certain number of conclusions appertaining to the same instrument. Fables by La Fontaine, sixteen sixty eight. To Monseigneur the Dauphin. I sing the heroes of old Aesop's line, whose tale, though false when strictly we define, containeth truths it were not ill to teach. With me all natures use the gift of speech, yea, in my work the very fishes preach, and to our human selves their sermon suit. Tis thus to come at man. I use the brute. Son of a prince, the favourite of the skies, on whom the world entire hath fixed its eyes, who hence shall count his conquests by his days, and gather from the proudest lips his praise. A louder voice than mine must tell in song what virtues to thy kingly line belong. I seek thine ear to gain by lighter themes slight pictures decked in magic nature's beams, and if to please thee shall not be my pride, I'll gain at least the praise of having tried. The Dauphin, Louis, was at this time a little over six years old, a very beautiful and intelligent child, according to a contemporary account. The history of little Goody Two-Shoes, otherwise called Mrs. Marjorie Two-Shoes, with the means by which she acquired her learning and wisdom, and in consequence thereof her estate, set forth at large for the benefit of those who from a state of rags and care, and having shoes but half a pair, their fortune and their fame would fix, and gallop in a coach and six. See the original manuscript in the Vatican at Rome, and the cuts by Michelangelo, illustrated with the comments of our great modern critics, the third edition, London, printed for J. Newbury at the Bible and Son in St. Paul's Churchyard, 1766. The Water Babies by Charles Kingsley, 1863. To my youngest son, Grenville Arthur, and to all other good little boys, come, read me my riddle, each good little man. If you cannot read it, no grown-up folks can. The Ethics of the Dust, Ten Lectures to Little Housewives on the Elements of Crystallization, by John Ruskin, 1865. To the real little housewives 
whose gentle listening and thoughtful questioning enabled the writer to write this book it is dedicated with his love christmas eighteen sixty five a few words from the preface to the first edition explain the dedication the following lectures were really given in substance at a girls school far in the country which in the course of various experiments on the possibility of introducing some better practice of drawing into the modern scheme of female education i visited frequently enough to enable the children to regard me as a friend through the looking-glass and what alice found there by lewis carroll eighteen seventy one child of the pure unclouded brow and dreaming eyes of wonder though time be fleet and i and thou are half a life asunder thy loving smile will surely hail the love gift of a fairy tale a tale begun in other days when summer suns were glowing a simple chime that served to time the rhyme of our rowing whose echoes live in memory yet though envious years would say forget come hearken then ere voice of dread with bitter tidings laden shall summon to unwelcome bed a melancholy maiden we are but older children dear who fret to find our bedtime near and though the shadow of a sigh may tremble through the story for happy summer days gone by and vanished summer glory it shall not touch the breath of bale the pleasance of our fairy tale eight cousins by louisa m alcott eighteen seventy four to the many boys and girls whose letters it has been impossible to answer this book is dedicated as a peace offering by their friend l m a the hunting of the snark by lewis carroll eighteen seventy six inscribed to a dear child in memory of golden summer hours and whispers of a summer sea girt with a boyish garb for boyish task eager she wields her spade yet loves as well rest on a friendly knee intent to ask the tale he loves to tell rude spirits of the seething outer strife unmeet to read her pure and simple sprite deem if you list such hours a waste of life empty of all delight chat on sweet maid and rescue from annoy hearts that by wiser talk are unbeguiled ah happy he who owns that tenderest joy the heart-love of a child away fond thoughts and vex my soul no more work claims my wakeful nights my busy days albeit bright memories of that sunlit shore yet haunt my dreaming gaze la soeur de Cribouille by the comtesse de ségur eighteen eighty to my granddaughter valentine de ségur lamoignon dear child i offer to you charming loved and protected the story of a poor half imbecile boy unloved and deprived of everything compare his life to yours and thank god for the difference ballads and other poems by alfred lord tennyson eighteen eighty to alfred tennyson my grandson golden-haired ally whose name is one with mine crazy with laughter and babble and earth's new wine now that the flower of a year and a half is thine o little blossom o mine and mine of mine glorious pert who never hast written a line laugh 
for the name at the head of my verse is thine mayst thou never be wronged by the name that is mine the prince and the pauper by mark twain eighteen eighty one to those good-mannered and agreeable children susie and clara clements this book is affectionately inscribed by their father treasure island by robert louis stevenson eighteen eighty four to s l o an american gentleman in accordance with whose classic taste the following narrative has been designed it is now in return for the numerous delightful hours and with the kindest wishes dedicated by his affectionate friend the author the formality of this dedication becomes amusing when one learns that it was addressed to stevenson's thirteen-year-old stepson lloyd osborne for whom he wrote treasure island no women in the story lloyd's orders wrote stevenson in one of his letters treasure island also contains an address or dedication to the hesitating purchaser if sailor tales to sailor tunes storm and adventure heat and cold if schooners islands and maroons and buccaneers and buried gold and all the old romance retold exactly in the ancient way can please as me they pleased of old the wiser youngsters of to-day so be it and fall on if not if studious youth no longer crave his ancient appetites forgot kingston or ballantine the brave or cooper of the wood and wave so be it also and may i and all my pirates share the grave where these and their creations lie davy and the goblins by charles e carey eighteen eighty five to guy dear little boy upon these pages find the tangled fancies of thy father's mind born of the hours when thou a little child throned on his knee in breathless rapture smiled hearing entranced the marvels that were told of fay and goblin in the days of old would that the glamour of those cloudless days might cheer thee still what time the toilsome maze of riper years hath banished fairy lore and blithesome youth had fled to come no more midshipman bob by e l dorsey eighteen eighty seven to boys in general but particularly to those who are pluckily fighting their way against the world the flesh and the devil toward a manhood worthy of their faith their country and themselves this volume is cordially dedicated hygiene of the nursery by lewis starr eighteen eighty eight to my little patients some of whom in the rapid passing of time may soon assume parental duties this volume is affectionately dedicated a white umbrella in mexico by f hopkinson smith eighteen eighty nine i dedicate this book to the most charming of all the senoritas i know the one whose face lingers longest in my memory while i am away and whose arms open widest when i return the most patient of my listeners the most generous of my critics my little daughter marion kindergarten chimes by kate douglas wiggin to the hundreds of little children who have clustered round my knee this book is lovingly dedicated in the hope that when yellow hair shall have changed to silver and the dimples give place to wrinkles there will still be an echo in their hearts 
of the rhymes and songs of their childhood days. Children of Wilton Chase by Elizabeth Thomas Mead Smith, 1891 This story is dedicated with affection to Marjorie, a child who, possessing a spirit of love and service, has inspired the idea of that other Marjorie who appears in these pages. The Garden Behind the Moon by Howard Pyle, 1895 To the little boy in the moon garden, this book is dedicated by his father. A Garden of Pleasure by E. V. B., 1895 To my eldest grandchild, Cecile Albinia Arbuthnot, whose delight is in the garden, and who made it the Eden of her childhood. The Hiawatha Primer by Florence Holbrook, 1898 To the many children who have yet to unlock the storehouse of the world's great literature, this book is dedicated by the author, in the hope that it may serve them as one of many keys. The Arkansas Bear, a tale of fanciful adventure told in song and story by A. B. Payne, in picture by F. Verbeck, 1898. Dedicated to Master Frank Verbeck, for whose bedtime entertainment the Arkansas Bear first performed. Little Pussy Willow by Harriet B. Stowe, 1898. To Mary, Emily, Nellie and Charlotte, and all my little girlfriends, here is Pussy Willow, in a book, just as I have promised you she should be. I sent her to you as a Christmas and New Year's present, and I hope that you will all grow up to be nice good girls like her, with bright healthy faces and cheerful hearts, and the gift of always seeing the bright side of everything. The Lively City Oleg, by Gellert Burgess, 1899. To Arnold's sensitive taste and Robin's adventurous spirit, these headlong fancies are fearfully dedicated. Marigold Garden by Kate Greenaway, 19-something. You little girl, you little boy, with wandering eyes, that kindly look in honour of two noble names, I send the offering of this book. What Katie Did by Susan Coolidge, 1900, two five. Six of us, my darlings, played together beneath green boughs which faded long ago, made merry in the golden summer weather, pelted each other with new-fallen snow. So, darlings, take this little childish story, in which some gleams of the old sunshine play, and as with careless hands you turn the pages, look back and smile as here I smile today. The Little Colonel's Holidays by Annie Fellows Johnston, 1901 Dedicated to the Little Captain and his sisters, whose proudest heritage is that they bear the name of a nation's hero. Another Little Colonel's story is dedicated to one of Kentucky's dearest little daughters, the Little Colonel herself, this remembrance of a happy summer is affectionately inscribed. Young Folks Library, Volume 2, The Merrymaker, 1902, edited by Joel Chandler Harris, Funny Leaves for the Younger Branches, by Baron Krakem Sides of Burstenondelefen. Younger Branches, He Who Creates Laughter Creates Happiness, 
Come then, and laugh at my doings and appreciate me, for where one is found willing and capable to do so, thousands are found whose only pleasure is to make you cry. Laughter is your privilege. Come then, and enjoy it. Ring a chime of merry little laughs that shall be heard after afar off, and cheer the hearts of those that love you. I love you. I therefore dedicate my pen to you, and in this my book draw upon you for thousands of laughs, and be sure you honour my drafts, as you all have a great fund at your disposal. Yours affectionately, Crackemsides, Castle of Burstenondelefen. More about Live Dolls by Josephine S. Gates, 1903 Dedicated to all the wee Madonnas, wherever they may be, whose pure sweet mother-love for their dolls is to me a sacred thing, and whose hunger for them to be alive is most pathetic. The Better Way by Shah of Agner, 1903 To Pierre of Agner, Paris, February 24, 1884 Montana, sur Seine, August 20, 1899 My child, I began this book by your bed of pain, and in my lonely walks on the mountain. Many a time I interrupted the writing to go and do for you one of those innumerable little services, at once so sad and so sweet, and away from you in the alpine pathways, in the high pastures and the solitary midlands, my aching heart was filled with your image. To you, then, I dedicate these pages. May they be offered you not as sad tokens of what no longer is, but as an eternal pledge between our inseparable souls, and as an act of homage, that I would be purer and fuller of consolation, rendered from the midst of a transitory world to that which never dies. A Round Dozen by Susan Coolidge, 1904 To Five little buds grouped round the parent stem, growing in sweet airs beneath gracious skies, watch tenderly from sunrise to sunrise, lest blight or chill or evil menace them. Five small and folded buds, just here and there, giving a hint of what the bloom may be, when to reward the long-closed ministry, the blood shall blossom into roses fair. Soft dews fall on you, dears, soft breezes blow, the noons be tempered and the snows be kind, and gentle angels watch each stormy wind and turn it from the garden where you grow. Bold Robin and His Forest Rangers by Caroline Brown, 1905 To four merry men, Robert and Richard, Lewis and William, lovers of the greenwood and faithful henchmen of Bold Robin Hood, this book is inscribed. Jesus Christ and the Christian Character by Francis G. Peabody, 1905 My darling boy, so early snatched away, from arms still seeking thee in empty air, that thou shouldst come to me I do not pray, lest by the coming heaven should be less fair. Stay rather in the perennial flower of youth, such as the master looking on doth love, and to me the spirit of the truth to teach me of the wisdom from above. Beckon to guide my thoughts, 
as stumblingly they seek the kingdom of the undefiled and meet me at its gateway with the key the unstained spirit of a little child occupations for little fingers by elizabeth sage and anna m cooley nineteen o five to the many little people who will find joy through expression concerning paul and fiametta by mrs l allen harker nineteen o six to morris and lindsay puller at bedtime when the lights were low to your bedside i used to go and tell this tale at night there in your little beds you lay the sea was green the sky was grey and both your quilts were white dan beard's animal book by dan beard nineteen o seven to my son daniel bartlett beard the most enjoyable pet and interesting specimen i have ever been fortunate enough to possess jock of the bushveld by sir percy fitzgerald nineteen o seven it was the youngest of the high authorities who gravely informed the inquiring stranger that jock belongs to the lickle people that being so it is clearly the duty no less than the privilege of the mere narrator to dedicate the story of jock to those keenest and kindest of critics best of friends and most delightful of comrades the lickle people suppressed plates wood engravings etc by george soames layard nineteen o seven i dedicate this book to my two boys john and peter who i sincerely hope will not have so many useless hobbies as their affectionate father sing song a nursery rhyme book by christina rossetti edition of nineteen o seven rhymes dedicated without permission to the baby who suggested them toys of other days by mrs f neville jackson nineteen o eight to the children of to-day we dedicate this story of the toys of yesterday merry lips by beulah mary dix nineteen ten to every little girl who has wished for an hour to be a little boy this story is dedicated by her friend the author flower children the little cousins of the field and garden by elizabeth gordon nineteen ten to every child flower that blooms within the glorious garden that we call home this little book is lovingly dedicated studies in invalid occupation by susan e tracy nineteen ten to william maxwell houghton in loving recognition of great lessons taught by a little child astronomy from a dipper by elliot c clark nineteen ten dedicated to my granddaughter alice de vermandois ware a nova who first graced the celestial universe with her presence on the day that this monumental astronomical work was accepted by its publishers there is a picture of a sleeping baby with the inscription nova bostonii from observation twenty-four hours after first appearance mother westwind's children by thornton w burgess nineteen eleven to all the little friends of johnny chuck and reddy fox and to all who love the green meadows and the smiling pool the laughing brook and the merry little breezes this little book is dedicated
In Chimney Corners by Seamus McManus, 1911. To our brave boys and girls who have fared forth from their homes, travelling away and away for further than I could tell you, and twice further than you could tell me, into the strange land beyond, to push their fortune. The Complete Nonsense Book by Edward Lear, edition of 1912. To the great-grandchildren, grand-nephews, and grand-nieces of Edward Thirteenth Earl of Derby, this book of drawings and verses, the greater part of which were originally made and composed for their parents, is dedicated by their author, Edward Lear. A Sunny Life by Isabel C. Barrows, 1913 too little tune in memory of the dear grandfather whose arms were never about him but whose warm heart and sunny soul he has inherited that he may serve his fellow-men as faithfully is the prayer of nonna end of section nineteen